0: You are listening to T Mac and Cookie Monster on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast.
1: Engaging and exciting conversation on life, God, and pop culture. Every week on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome to Radiant Culture. I'm your host, Cookie Monster. And I'm Dazzle. What's up, Dazzle?
2: What's up? How yeah. are you?
1: I'm good. I like your Dino.
2: Could we stop with the Dino? Okay. Let me just...
1: Yeah. There was a like guy called Dino Bdundu. <laughs> I
2: knew it. I knew you were going to take and calls it there.
1: And who still called it a Dino? Even yes. even
2: but it, it, it kind I, of okay. is a Dino.
1: Though. Actually, we're all kind of... Actually, these days, it's all about retro GG.
2: No, it's punky. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, I <I'm> remember <laughs> punky.
1: Anyway. So, uh, today, uh, we have a very special guest in the house. Um, a man who needs no introduction, but we're gonna introduce him anyway. There were Pastor E in the house. Pastor E, what's good? Hey
0: guys, how you doing? It's good to see you. Yeah. Yeah, and good to be back with you all again.
1: Good
0: to see you. <laughs> uh, a lot, a lot has happened between the last time we spoke and now. A lot.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: you know, but um, I think what's important is that uh, you know, we, we're all in good in good shape in yeah, one piece and still. You
1: seem to still have it all together.
0: Absolutely, guys. That's the only way. That's the okay. only way. Yeah, you know, you've gotta keep going. You gotta keep keep it moving. Keep it okay. moving. Yeah.
1: Like it. I like it. Well, today we're not gonna be talking about um that other stuff. Um today, Pastor E is actually I'm here in his capacity as Pastor E. Um, not, the other e. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always, am e. always not, in my not, capacity. Never not E. <laughs> not the other e so. you know, we, we know you're always in in your element, but I think <laughs> you've got the other character, and then you know, like
0: I don't, I don't know about that. This is a discussion for another day. Actually, uh-huh. I'm, I'm the same guy when I am doing what I'm doing when I'm doing what I'm doing. Right. So, yeah. yeah, But I I look, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But I'm the same person. I'm as passionate about citizen affairs as I am about the well-being of people spiritually, as I am about the building of uh, relationships and motivation
1: of people. Right. It's the same person doing exactly the same thing with the same passion. I think it's kind of like... You know how Jesus went into the temple and he started whipping people? Mm-hmm. From the vantage point of someone who had seen Jesus talking to people and like healing people, they would have thought, ish, because this dude. You would have been shocked. You'd be like, hey, remember that guy who was preaching yesterday? Mm. They're
0: like, yeah. <laughs> the guy was beating people in the temple.
2: What? You get
1: my point, right? But it's still Jesus.
0: Nah, I fell into your trap right there,
1: didn't I? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, anyway, okay. today, um, today we're gonna be um, talking about something that I know you're very passionate about, and something that you're actually um, a renowned person for. And
0: and this um, is a, what a lot of people don't know about me. Yeah. The fact that I am very <laughs> passionate about this thing you're about to to introduce.
1: Yeah. So uh, we're talking about relationships today. Mm-hmm. Uh, carrying on with our relationship series um and uh we're talking specifically about due diligence Mm -hmm. right how or rather what process do you go through before you actually then choose the person you're gonna court or that you're gonna um be with eventually Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i know i know pastor e's got yeah pastor e's got some material for us so we're gonna be talking to him (laughs) Dazzle, what what do you think
2: I think this is fantastic um because there's are just too many other materials that i don't feel are helpful to christians mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we can subscribe to all this dating nonsense and act like ladies and think like men and then still be disappointed so i'm really hoping to learn something i've never heard right,
0: right 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 yeah. good well it's, it's going to be interesting i think you know what you know years ago when we were doing uh our relationship series yeah. we you know we stumbled upon something that we call the relationship due diligence Right. And it's something that we built ourselves. You know, we discovered, wait a minute, if companies, when companies are, are getting into mergers or acquisitions, or if a company wants to do a partnership with another company, mm-hmm. they do this thing called a due diligence. And I remember thinking to myself, what is that? And why do they do a due diligence? Right. And it made sense after I found out what a due diligence is in business, it made sense that this has got to be applied in relationships as well. You know, it's just that I think people in relationships kind of hope that things work out. So, right. for example, we have to understand that we love with our hearts, mm-hmm. but we think with our brains. Mm-hmm. And just because our hearts feel so much love for somebody doesn't mean that our brains stop working. <laughs> yeah. In fact, the reason that you, the the fact that you love them so much mm-hmm. is reason enough to conduct a deep due diligence because you're about to get into something here.
1: But the mm. Pastor E, Auntie, what tends to happen is that when the feelings and the love and you know, and the, all, all that bubbly, bubbly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stuff is happening, the brain kind of stops. Working, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, you're just like, hey, hey, hey. Hey, well, Mira, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's, yeah. just, let's just get into this. <laughs> right. So. I guess let's just, you know, we may as well just jump straight into it
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, because, you know, like, like you rightly mentioned, um, due diligence is important. And we, 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 we have these processes that we go through when we're making big decisions. When you're getting into a partnership, into a business partnership, when you're backing mm-hmm. back on a, on, on a big project, mm-hmm. you know, you want to know who you're getting into the project with, mm-hmm. what's their reputation, what's the track record, ETC, ETC. Mm-hmm. So... Um, in terms of uh, a relationship, isn't that meant to be more natural? Like, do you really need to get into a rigorous, a rigorous? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Fact-finding. <process>? <laughs> do you go to their junior school and ask when they had chubby cheeks just what kind of toys they played with at break time, that kind of?
0: You, I, you know, the thing is this. We, we might as well, um, uh, you know, do an in-depth Study on the person, and the the the, the your your comment could have on you know um, shouldn't it be natural? I think this is where a lot of people get it wrong. Mm-hmm. You you don't you know we call it falling in love, and I've mm-hmm. I've often gotten in trouble with people when I've said we don't fall in love, we decide to love. Falling in love denotes an accident falling in love denotes that you never fully intended on doing this you kind of happened upon it and there's a romantic nature to this idea of falling in love right and the problem with falling in love is that you are never fully responsible for your actions when you are in that relationship because you fell in love you were you were wooed in They took you by surprise. They took you outside of your will. They carried you on this warm, romantic air and brought you in. And you just love it being in there. Right. And a lot of people, because they didn't decide to get in, they fell in. They find it hard to climb out. Or or let me get an amen. (laughs) So you fell in. You find it difficult to climb out. We're actually in the in in the middle of a very interesting regional story right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. You would be surprised that as a pastor, I did catch up on this.
1: Yeah.
0: That the 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 physical violence that happened to the singer in South Africa called Babes Wodumo. Uh-huh. and um, her partner, I think his name is Ma mm-hmm. Ma Pincha. Yes. Right. You you, you 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 start to think to yourself, was there an awareness of some of these things before people got into this relationship or not? Now, you may not know everything about the person. Mm-hmm. The, the job of a relationship due diligence is to be empowered with knowledge, is to know something, is to at least have some form of information about this particular individual that you have either gotten into a relationship with or that you are getting into a relationship with. Right. Let me give you a, 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 a dictionary definition of due diligence. Cool, yes, thanks. Okay. Due diligence is the investigation or exercise of care that a reasonable business or person is expected to take before entering into an agreement or contract with another party or an act with a certain standard of care. Hmm. Right? So, so relationships are no, they are no exception. You are about to get into <coughs> a partnership that involves the biggest asset you possess,
1: yeah.
0: which is your heart. Oh, okay. <laughs> whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Apple right. fans might it's
2: disagree. It's, Football it's, fans may also disagree, and people okay, love chocolate. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> your heart. Yeah, but you understand what I'm saying? You you are getting into a, You you are about to invest your heart. That's number yes. one. It's it's you. You're investing your vulnerable nature into this thing. Right. And then you, physically, you're investing your time. Yeah. Into this thing. It's important. I mean, if you will do a due diligence for a job, when you go for a job for an interview, right? One of the questions they ask is, is there anything you want to find out about this company? Anything you want to know about us as a company, Mm -hmm. right? And you ask certain questions. And before you take the job, you see, is this an employer that's going to be a good fit for me Mm -hmm. as well? When you're buying a car, yeah. When you buy a car, whether it's a brand new car or a second-hand car, there are certain questions you ask. That's due diligence. It's yeah. so a second-hand car especially, especially if it's a second-hand car, because someone else has had that car before you. Yeah. You want to find out, what's what has this car been through? Has it ever had an accident? Right. And they tell you yes. If they say yes, you want to know what was the extent of the damage. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, it, you're not saying it had an accident, so I don't want the car. Yeah. You say, no, 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 I still want it. I want to know what the extent of damage was mm-hmm. on this car. When some people sell a car, they say the car was lady-driven. And what they're trying to imply is that it was gently driven. Mm-hmm. A lot of us may <clears throat> disagree with that. But <laughs> <laughs> you just
2: stop, I'm right here.
0: <laughs> and there's a strange thing, by the way, uh, <clears throat> Dazzle. You know, when people say the car is lady-driven. I think to myself, is that are they trying to say it was gently driven or are they just trying to say it was, it was loved.
2: They, it was loved. My car has a name. So it oh. was probably loved, named, and well taken care of. It's just a, a way that women do things. We may not be the best drivers on the road, but we definitely take care of our cars. No, you're not.
1: <laughs>
2: I am a good okay. driver. Thank you okay. very much.
0: <laughs> so anyway, the point is that if, if, if due diligences are done for temporary things if due diligences are done for things that are not going to be with us for a long time, why shouldn't we do it for a person that we're about to get into a relationship with? Why shouldn't we do it with a person that may end up being the person we spend the rest of our lives with, mm-hmm. the person we end up having children with, the person we end up sharing finances with, mm-hmm. the person we end up, the person who is going to end up being the one who makes a decision beside my bedside in a hospital whether I live or die. Right. I need to know about this person. You need to know about this person.
1: Okay, this is, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is deep My, my question though um, Pastor E is this mm-hmm. What generally tends to happen Is that you meet someone You like each other Right Right. There's attraction There's the whole romantic thing going on mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. chemistry And then things kind of start, start They start flowing from there Right, right The right. inboxes The whatnot, whatnot mm-hmm. And then it just progresses So my question now is Practically speaking when you know that you're already down for this chick,
0: right, right, right? Uh-huh.
1: and you're like, ah, we well, go, yeah. At what point now do you do you begin doing the due diligence? You know what I mean? Yeah, I I hear what
0: you mean uh, and when what you're saying. When things start flowing, mm-hmm. right? We have to understand that when we when our heart takes over thinking from the brain, our our vision or our ability to make decisions that are, are, are good decisions for us becomes impaired because the heart wants what, what it, wants. it wants. And when, when the heart has been either starved of a relationship and something draws near that is remotely interested, the heart says to the brain, please, not now this is not the time to throw impediments Mm -hmm. we've gone i mean i am 30 something i have not i have had no interest in me in a long time and now you are you are wanting to ask questions Mm -hmm. that may questions that may repel no not now i'll deal with it i'll deal with it in the future Mm -hmm. I'll find a way, not now, I'll find a way. We'll cross that bridge. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Right. Okay. So my point is that as much as things may start flowing and we're into it with our hearts, the the individual must find where the brake pedal is before the flow starts to happen. Because if you start flowing and you start to move and you haven't discovered, no one jumps into a car, no matter how much you love a car. What brand of car do you like, Dazzle? Range
2: Rover Sport.
0: Range Rover Sport. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't jump in, switch the thing on and just put pedal to the metal until you were first assured you knew where the brake pedal was. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've seen their advertising. I'm just really sold. So ex- on the exactly. Vehicle. <laughs> so as much as
0: you love this car, uh-huh. you still get in the car and you still make sure you know where certain things come. I love a Range Rover yes, yes. says, dazzle, but I'm going to find out where the brake pedal is mm-hmm. because I'm going to need to stop this beautiful ride that flows mm-hmm. that, that I want everyone to see me. And I'm still going to need to slow it down. I'm going to need to stop it at some point. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that in our relationships, we have to be bold enough to ask each other those questions. To ask each other those questions, or to be able to start setting up ourselves mm-hmm. for those questions. Now look, admittedly, if you are start asking these questions before the relationship gets started, it might never get started at all. Because some people might think, this person and the questions mm-hmm. they're asking, yeah. why are they asking a bunch of questions at the beginning? Look, I'm not saying just right at the bat when someone says, hey, how you doing? Do you think you can go on a date? You're like, yeah, before we do that, I have a few questions to ask you. <laughs> It's it's kind of weird. I think there there is a way in which this must be played out. If questions are not asked straight away at the beginning,
1: Uh
0: I recommend that the due diligence questions must be asked at some point. At some point early in this relationship, these questions must be asked. Now, if if you're listening to this program and you've already gone a ways in the relationship, I would still recommend... That the two of you at some point start asking each other these key questions that are going to save you a lot of heartache yeah. and a lot of nasty surprises as you carry on. I go back to the issue of the second hand of driving the second hand car. Uh-huh. You don't want, as you're driving the second hand car, to find out things mid uh, journey. Uh-huh. You want the person who sold you the car to tell you to be honest upfront and say, Hey, you're buying this thing, Wutstut. it's as is. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, it starts, it goes, and it stops. I've never checked the back lights. I don't know if those lights come on. I've never driven it at night as a matter of fact. I don't even know if the front lights come on. And anything else that comes, I'm not really sure. You might want to get a mechanic to check it out for you so that you know what's going on. It's the same thing with relationships. The number of people that I know that are in the middle of relationships and they say, I am surprised at what I'm finding out about this chick or what I'm finding out about, I didn't know this guy was like this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so what's the problem? Well, I've met his mom already. Oh.
2: Huh. Hmm. The plot thickens.
0: Now, now, not that you can't backtrack. If you've met someone's mom, it's not a commitment that you've already, yeah. you've, you've gone to marry them. I'm just saying that people start to find out certain things about this particular individual, and they start to think to themselves, why now I can't get out because I've made certain commitments to the person, Um, uh, you know, so, so, you know, so what do I, you know, how do I, how do I deal with it?
1: So maybe let's actually get into, into these questions Mm -hmm. um, that, that you're referring to. Uh, I'm assuming that there's like specific questions. Yes, there's specific
0: questions. And, and I mean, I'll share these questions with you guys and, and you can help debate them and, interject if you would like to at some point to 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 kind of gain clarity and understanding but i i need i would love to meet someone who contests the importance of these questions and you can't find these questions out fbi style
1: yeah
0: it's not about this is not investigative dating you know where you're like well i'm dating to find out You know, I'm, 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 I'm dating them to find out. I'm dating them so that I can, I can, I can get close enough to, 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 to you know, to, to check it out. No, I think that there's a way in which when you know when people say when people, I think that people have gone and when they say let's get to know each other, mm-hmm. that's what the due diligence is supposed to be about. But people forget that that that's what it's about. So let's get to know each other becomes more about. Well, let's, 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 let's
2: let's
0: get to know, let's get to know you. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So here's what the Bible says before I go into, into these, into these questions of the relationship due diligence. Luke chapter 14, verse 28 up to 30. It says, which of you intending to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost? It's, all, it's awful quiet in this Presbyterian <laughs> church.
2: It's awful quiet in this
1: studio. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
0: So, if, so here's, here's the point number one. What are we building anything? If we're building something, then we need to count the cost. People who are not building anything that's going anywhere, they've got no time to count the cost. Right. Because they're probably expecting not to spend much or to do much around. So they're not going to count the cost. Hmm. But if you are building a tower, if you're building something that's going somewhere, you take time to say, no, let's count the cost. Yeah. Let's see, how many bricks do you actually have, Iwewe, to build with me this thing?
2: Uh, Pastor I, you're on that, I'm just curious, who decides about the building? Because there's this kind of... Uh, an unspoken rule that the man is the one who kind of leads that conversation. But if you're a lady and you want to know where you are going with a man, do you ask him or you assume that he's going to tell you? And if he doesn't tell you, does that then mean for you that he has no interest in building something?
0: I think that, I think that that, that role is 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 not a role that's assigned to any gender in a, in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It, it's remember that you don't give up the responsibility for your life when you get into a relationship to the other person. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the traditions and norms dictate. Your life is still your life. And so you're, you are the one that at, at, at decides, I'm going to ask this question at this point in this relationship. You know, if you've been dating somebody for some time and there has been no movement towards marriage and it concerns you, you have a full right to raise it and ask. So listen, I've been wondering about us and marriage. Are we are we going towards that or or are we just are we just kind of you know, just kind of, you know, having a fun relationship? And I just want to know. If it's a fun relationship, then that's cool. Then you know, I know how to position myself here. Um and if we're going to, towards marriage, then I'm that, great. The, you know, then then because I think sometimes people we we give the other person too much responsibility. Concerning decisions that affect us in the deepest of ways
1: right
0: does that make any sense yeah. yes, yes okay perfect. so okay. let me go into, let me go into these things, and i'll say again, the job of a, du- of, a, of, a of a due diligence is not to vilify or demonize mm. okay it is to extract information to aid in making decisions
1: This is good because I think part of the mm. challenge sometimes is that the reason why people then shy away from doing a due diligence is that there's the feeling that you know this person is now digging up my my issues or you know like Mm -hmm. this this person is basically um wanting to find out all the bad things about me the things that i don't want anybody to know (laughs) right yeah and so maybe that's part of the reason why people then become averse to the whole idea of i
0: mean I'll, yeah. I'll i'll and i hear you i go back to that um, um example of buying a second-hand car yeah the reason i want to know what the car has been through is not because i am at the end of it i'm going to say i don't want it now that may be i may end up go to getting to this and mm, i don't think this car is for me but i may want that information so that i know what i am going to spend mm. in repairing this car i want to know what to expect so it's not about vilifying or demonizing it's about preparation it's information that helps to prepare mm, for what we're about to do that's good, yeah. okay mm-hmm. so you guys ready for these uh, for these questions sure all right so 10 questions sorry 15 questions of a due diligence now these are not exhaustive People could come up with their own questions in your own relationships uh, or ask them in your own different ways, uh, you know, you know as, you go, as you go ahead. Number one, here's number one, right off the bat. How many people have you been in a relationship with before me?
2: <laughs> Some people call it body count, but
0: I think it depends on. <laughs> Due diligence. And a follow on to the part B of that question is why so many or why so few? Yes, I want, I want to know, how is it that you are 23 and you have been in a relationship with 15 different people? Or how is it that you are 39 and you have only ever had one relationship in your life? I just want to know, because we live in a kind of world where there's a lot of people. So what's going on there? What happened? And that answer will give you information. That person will have to explain, well, hey, look, here's the thing.
2: Well, what... <laughs> Wow. But doesn't that mean that the person has to be willing to give you that information? Because a lot of people will tell you what you want to hear Uh because you are asking those questions. So they kind of have a prepared backup kind of... And
0: here's a good thing about about due diligences Mm -hmm. is that a person can give you an answer to a question, but as you start to do business with this person Mm -hmm. you start to find out that the answers given in the due diligence and what's on the ground are not matching up yeah and that starts to give you a picture that wait a minute i think we may have a problem with with telling the truth here
1: yeah
0: oh i think we have a problem with hiding things here with this particular individual
2: But what about relationship stuff? Say, for example, somebody was previously married. They have a child. They now look after the child, and the person they were married to is no longer in the picture. And and you don't, you don't have that direct, um, sort of vision to see what exactly is happening.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And and you know what? Again,
0: look, guys, we have to be practical. Mm. The due diligence process is not a romantic process. This is not, you know, we're not asking each other, you know, my place or your place for dinner or, you know, you know, whatever. Uh No, 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 no. Uh This is business here. This is, my wife and I, you know, we, we, when we were dating years ago, uh, we, we, we're 16 years married now this, this year. Uh And when we were dating years ago, we used to have this thing that we used to call an open book session. And an open book session is when we would meet up, that was before we were married, and we would sit down and we would, it was a no holds barred asking, a que- asking questions about anything. You are not allowed to deflect. You're not allowed to get angry. You're not allowed to turn the question on me. You have to answer the question. It was tough in those, in those sessions, yeah. but they helped us.
1: Right.
0: Okay, they helped us to be able to build a stronger relationship going forward. So I think my, my answer to that is, hey, those questions must be asked. You know what I mean? Hey, are you married? I think that that must be one of the first questions that people should ask in a relationship. Are you married? Such a weird... It's a, it is, it's a weird question, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because
2: it, it, it almost like implies, like especially if you're a lady, it almost like implies like you're saying, mm-hmm. oh, great, now everything I tell you is going to be so you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even, that's not even. So, may,
0: so do you know what? Maybe, maybe there needs to be, but with some of these things, it may actually need to be a bit of a set aside time to so, say, hey, listen. Yeah you and me need to get to know each other as an, I, I, I want to ask some questions and you should ask some questions about me too.
2: Yeah. Great. Going, I, I you
0: know, yeah, going forward. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like one of the first questions that should be asked in this day and age in relationships of people is, are you married? You're right. The number of people who I've heard who have been in a relationship with someone for five years and then they find out and you're like, how come, how come you didn't know they were married? They're like, you never told me. <laughs> did you ask? Nope. No, I didn't ask. I just assumed he was single.
2: He acted like he was. <laughs> yeah, but they, because they do. Hey? Yeah, but, but, they do, but it's not an excuse. I Yes. Understand. My yeah, thing
0: is to yeah. say this, is to say, at least ask. Ask so that when you then find out or when it then comes out, you can say, I asked you. Yeah. Are you married? And you said no. Oh, I asked you so many times, are you married? And you keep saying, I'll tell you tomorrow, I'll tell you tomorrow, I'll tell you tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, well, so why did you carry on with me then if I kept saying, I'll tell you tomorrow? Well, I... I just thought you'd tell me among Well, it's been five years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, So let's move on to the next one.
0: Number two, did you have sex in any of these relationships?
1: I think this
0: just ended, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> it must be asked, even if they say yes or no. I know some people listening say, well, did you think uh, you you honestly think I'm going to answer yes to that question?" Well, I'm I'm hoping you're going to tell me the truth. Yeah. So whether you say yes or whether you say no, I wanna know: Did you have sex in these relationships? Why? Why is it important? to find out the sexual history of the person who is interested in you. You want to know going forward whether it's going to be the same playbook as it was before, from where they're coming. You also want to know what condition this person is in sexually, From if they've been very active in the relationships where they're coming from, then that's some information for you there that's going to help you making a decision going forward. Yeah do you hold it against them for being honest no i don't hold it against you for being honest but it's important to me to know yeah you were active okay you were very active in in the relationships you had before and that's going to be a problem for me or okay i hear you you know I it's noted
1: <laughs> <laughs> <New accent.
0: laughs> yeah and, and you know what and and this is an important aspect of this by the way we live in a world today where we can't still be be be, uh, you know be concerned that 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 one is is HIV positive in terms of revealing it. Yeah. If you're in a relationship, we live in a day and age today where it's important for someone to be able to say at the beginning of a relationship, I want you to know something, that I am HIV positive. Yeah. Because we live in a world now that has has taught us that it is a disease, that has taught us how to live with it, yeah. that has taught us how to take care of ourselves. Now, if you make a decision that you don't want to be in a relationship with someone because of that, that's fine, that's your decision.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, but we, we are in that kind of a world where you can say, listen, because of your sexual history, one of the things that I'm really going to ask is that both you and I go and we get tested.
1: Yeah.
0: I've counseled couples before. Who we'll find out before they start that one of them is positive, and they still make a decision that they're carrying on with their relationship?
1: Right.
0: You understand. Yeah, but right. the mm-hmm. other person must know. They must know. So have how uh, you know? Did you did you have sex in any of these relationships? Number three, do you expect sex from me in this relationship? <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Hallelujah." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why would I?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you expect sex from me in this relationship? Because, because uh, I, because I'm a Christian, I have a certain principle about this. well you mean before,
1: before? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I get that. No, <laughs> no I'm a, obviously in a marriage, yes. No, okay. No, I was just. Aged.
0: Well, no, we're talking about relationships here, are we not? Yeah, no, Cookie's hiding behind behind a blade of grass. (laughs) He knows exactly what he was talking about. Uh, Yeah. So, you know what, do you expect it? If if the answer is no, then, hey, in the relationship as we carry on, I can always come back when you come knocking and saying, hey, yo, your baby, give me some. I can always say... Now, but wait a second. <laughs> I asked you when we started this relationship, do you expect sex from me in this? And you said, no. What's this? What's going on now? Yes. The due diligence empowers you.
2: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: It's helping you to be in control in the relationship as, you, as you're carrying. Now, you're going to see as we carry on with the questions how, how, how this helps. Okay. But do you expect sex from me? It helps you. Yeah. if she says yes i do i think we keep taking it from the perspective of it's the guy being questioned here yeah. I think that these questions are also asked to 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 ladies to women do you expect sex from me and if you know if she if she says yes yes I expect sex from you what kind of a man are you what what do you think i'm in this relationship for scriptures for verses <laughs> you think come here for bible verses yeah.
1: i got my own bible bro.
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> So you got to know that as a guy to be able to say, okay, listen, I, I really like you, but that sex thing is going to be a problem. But can we, can we talk about that a little bit more sometime? You know, I just need you to know that I have reservations about that. So let's see how things work out. But already the due diligence has empowered both of you. You know that this one wants sex and you know that this one doesn't want sex, but it carries on. That's good. How far is too far when it comes to the physical side of our relationship? How far is too far for you? This is a, a question, a, a discussion we must have in the relationship, right? right? Is it okay? D- I mean, can we kiss? Is that fine? Is that too far? Is that Are you okay with that?
2: But aren't there like specific guidelines that you have to kind of follow? I, I'm just asking as someone who maybe kind of stayed away from from courtship because you assume it's just like. Everything is literally in rules. You have to go to public places. Um you have to have chaperones on your dates and, and 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 so basically <laughs> there's no room for any kind of um exploring of connection that sort of thing. I mean look
0: it's and I hear you. Yeah.
2: It's it's a question.
0: Yeah, and for me yeah. this is it's part of the question. How despite the rules and regulations yeah. that all these Christians know. Yeah. The question is is that what goes on? in relationships look we can't deny the fact that there's a physical attraction between two people it's one of the main things that has that gets us into relationship the fact that i like the way you look
1: yeah
0: right and i'd like to touch the way you look (laughs) you know it's it's this 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 you can't run away from that Mm -hmm. but because i'm a christian and there's certain values and certain principles that i subscribe to then we have to start seeing whether we are on the same page how far is too far from you for you for some someone would say to you hey i'm fine with holding hands or sitting together close together and putting my hands around your waist i'm fine with that i'm fine with kissing you on the cheek someone says well i'm fine with actually giving you a kiss on your mouth and 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 and, and mixing it up with my tongue it's not sex i'm fine with putting my hands on your buttocks and feeling up on you I, i'm not having sex with you i'm, I'm fine t- i'm 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 fine to dry hump you. It's it's just it's part of it's part of me just
1: having a physical side with you. <laughs>
2: yeah, I you, never thought do, do hear you, the words "dry hump" coming out of Pastor's mouth. <laughs> no, that's
1: the thing.
0: But yeah. but you see, but but this is the thing. This is this is the thing. Oh, come on! A, I'm
2: come
1: horrified.
2: On. Of no, this is this traumatized is traumatized. Come life. on! When,
0: you know what? When we have done the one of the things that w- why the relationship series we did was very successful in helping liberated people is that we were so done. Direct. Yeah. We call the spade a spade yeah. because the, the fact is people would always, people always leave church and then go and do the exact things that we are not talking about right. in church. Yes. But if we can expose it in church, if we can expose it with the spirit of truth, mm-hmm. then I think that people are more empowered when they sit in their relationships, they can be like, hey, yo, are we going to do this physical thing? I, I, to be honest I, th- I feel like this is leading one thing is leading us on to another and i don't know whether i'll be able to control myself going forward yeah yeah saga let's just let's maybe let's uh, let's, let's i'm not i just i can't trust myself with the physical side of, of this relationship right. let's not do that
2: in fact
1: um pastor you just in line with this physical um physical thing one of the things that i i've noticed is that when <clears throat> when people are younger right um there's all these parameters and all these um i guess what what you can call them guidelines that are put in place and when people are in their 20s it's much easier Mm -hmm. to follow those things Mm -hmm. right because you're part of a youth group or whatever but what tends to happen is that as people grow older Mm -hmm. it's almost as if there's this belief that hey listen I've I've earned it.
0: We're we're adults here. <laughs> we're
2: adults now. You've heard
1: that statement. No, come on, we're adults so,
2: here. So consenting adults. Yes. So
1: so so Dazzle mentioned chaperones. But the truth is that how many people who are dating in their thirties are going for a movie date with a third person? Because <laughs> you know, chances are somebody yeah, except for one or two. But you know, chances are you've got your what, own did you actually put up your hand <laughs> uh,
2: You've got your own place. You
1: you you've got your own place, you've probably got a job. Right. And you can afford to just have the person come over to your house. So I'm just saying I've, I've noticed that um, pe- as people grow older, some of these gu- values or guidelines or whatever tend to become eroded or more relaxed. Exactly. And, 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 and again, you know what?
0: The, the, what, what? What is being guarded against by the values doesn't become less dangerous just because you become older.
2: Right that's deep you
0: understand yeah it it doesn't become lions are lions whether you're whether you're five years old whether you're 50 years old
1: yeah
0: yeah and the the reason for values the reason for these guidelines is to is to is to make sure that you or the other person does not get hurt by your own actions by your own actions. And, and when you read through the Bible, you go through uh, in Psalm, I think it's in cha- chapter about six or chapter, chapter seven, six and seven it should be. And the writer there is warning a young man about sexual waywardness and And the writer explains and says, "My son, listen to my words, and be careful, my daughter, be careful of these things, and, and be careful of those things because they will lead you to down to this path, mm-hmm. and they reduce you to a loaf of bread it actually says in, yeah. in 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 one of the in one of the versions, and the idea there is." that you then make the decision. If you, you say, and because I've met people who, who say, ah, you know what, some of those values, I actually don't see what they were good for because, you know, my husband and I eventually, when we were a little older in our relationship, we kissed and touched and lightning never struck us. We're fine. Well, hey, it's fine you survived that, but there are people that can tell you stories of how they didn't survive that yeah. of how one thing led to another and they found themselves in a place of heartbreak and a place of complete and absolute regret at what had just happened so you 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 can say to yourself hey you know I'm much older yeah. but hey the, the fact is that it just it it just takes one one moment or one one uh, decision, and 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 you could find yourself in a place that you you think why why did I do it? Yeah. Why did I even do it? Yeah. So there are guidelines and values, and you're free to take them or free to leave them. Yeah. Uh, you know. You know. At the end of the day, it's your it's your decision. All right. Let me give you number uh, number five. How do you deal with being disappointed in a relationship? So now you're trying to delve into the into the into the what's the word into the the disposition of this person you're with. How do you deal with disappointments? If I disappointed you, what would? How do you deal with that? What is your what are your reactions? Now again, those questions when you think about them, someone would think, ah, sure, you know your questions, are... They're just they're requiring me to think too much and they're destroying the mood here these questions mm-hmm. <laughs> they are, these are and i'll say it again they are not designed to be romantic questions these are designed to reveal certain things about the other person that you're asking the questions
1: all right thank you very much for listening to this first part of the series this discussion was so intense had so much information we had to make it a two-part so this discussion continues in the next episode, but uh, just take some time to just let what we've just discussed in this episode sink in and get ready and look out for the next episode.
2: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know.
1: God bless.
0: It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag
2: Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.